And a very good day, everyone. It's time for the Sports and Media Podcast. I'm Jeff. I am Joe. Welcome. Welcome to you. Yes, it's uh, Super Bowl week <laughs> Super as we Bowl, record yeah. this. So, uh, 52, is it this year? Or 52, 51? 52. 52. It's always as old as I am, Joe. It's I always did. as old as I, I should. There I you will go. remember that. There you go. That, I didn't know you were that old. There you I'm old. <laughs> Filling it today. So, Super Bowl preview before we get into some other stuff. Uh, you know, it's been a really boring week, though, in terms of Super Bowl hype. Not a lot of stuff coming out of Minneapolis. Both teams kind of, you know, I think teams have figured it out now. You don't want to go there and say anything outrageous. <laughs> you don't do anything outrageous anymore, and they just kind of just play it low key. Don't you miss the Seahawks? I miss everything about just, you know, teams that were a the lot more big, fun yeah. than, than the ones we have this this week, uh, which I think uh, Super Bore 52 is what I'm calling it, really. I just hate that there's two weeks between the games. Yeah. This this Pro Bowl in between, no one cares. Did you, I didn't watch it, did you? I scanned it and watched two plays, and it was like touch football, and I'm like, ah, I, don't, I don't need to see that. No, no one, no one really cares about yeah. anything like that. I mean, get the Super Bowl right away. It, it helps if your team's all dinged up. That's the only – like, yeah. like, like New England, it helped them, but – um, yeah, it's boring. It's yeah, boring. yeah, and I don't expect a good game. I expect uh, a Patriots to win rather easily. Really, oh. Merrill Hodge, Hodge uh, this morning uh, predicts that the Eagles will win by three. He got hit in the head a lot as a Steeler. <laughs> I've, it's your boys, the Steelers. I, I know, but I after this, what, 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 what I have seen the last month and a half of football, I don't think there's any doubt that, that the NFL uh, is going to do all they can to get the Patriots a win. I don't know. I just just because I don't know. Too many people say they know, but when Merrill on the thing was on Stephen A. Smith's show this you know this afternoon or whatever it was, and he said that he looked at the tape and Jacksonville, which has what the second rated defense, he said they played really soft. He goes, Philly plays hard right on man to man, and he's thinking a couple of series here and there, and he's someone who analyzes it. So I trust people like that because I don't analyze it. But the referees that are in the game are very flag happy. Which means that what, what refs aren't flag happy? Well, these are the one. This this group is like rated higher than most groups. Oh, are they? Which really favors the Patriots because of the if the Eagles ticker tape parade do that, it's going to be uh, flag flag central early, and so and then if you give Brady a short field, you know, then he he they always score with Gronk. So I mean, uh, I hope it's a close game, and I'm rooting for as hard as I can for the Eagles. But I, I my prediction all week, and I've stuck with it, is 34-7 Patriots is my prediction. Yeah, I don't I don't predict no prediction. I I I just don't. Don't know. My, I mean, well, I don't if, know either. But you can predict it. No, I, 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 I'm good at reporting stuff, not at predicting. <laughs> <laughs> what I can tell you is that if Philadelphia puts pressure and not, not necessarily sacks, but hits Brady a lot, like Kansas City, they'll stop this the game. Year, and they'll stop the game and let him get healthy, <laughs> and they'll, they'll start again next week because we can't have Tom Brady hit. Well, that that's true. <laughs> uh, but if he gets hit a lot, man, he always wins. Is the Giants took him out twice that way? Kansas City did earlier this year. So it really comes down to. The, the defense hitting him a lot, especially in the first half, to make him wince. But if they can do that, I, I predict that if they can do that and score more points in New England, They'll they win. may win. Joe, may win. Joe, may win. He's always going out of that limb. On the limb. He is a pirate. Fox <laughs> uh, got the Thursday night gig. Uh, which, I saw. Uh, which they paying an, exorbitant, an exorbitant amount of money, $550 million yeah. to have it for the next few years. Uh Thursday night football, but they're not going to use their A-team announcers. They're not using uh, yeah. Buck and Aikman, so it'll be interesting to see where they go uh, You know, with that Thursday night announcing crew. Isn't it also going to still be simulcast on the NFL Network? I assume so. I think that's So you're paying $500 million for, I forget how many years, and it's also not the entire audience. Yeah, but I think your spots, the national spots they sell run on NFL Network is how it works. So either way, that's all they care about is their, you know, the ads they run that run okay. on there. So. Could be. 
Could so, be. I'm not sure, but I'm more interested in I don't, you know, who cares. If, unless your team plays, no one cares about Thursday night football. I'm just interested to see what they're going to get for announcing. Because oh, that's what I think most that, people want to talk about. That would be huge. Yeah. I was reading a story this morning in our local paper, our Michelle Tafoya, who's a sideline reporter. It'd be kind of interesting to see if she gets up in the booth. Sort of all, uh, I mean, her and Gus Johnson, Mendoza. would that be awesome? Gus Johnson. He's always interesting. <laughs> I know. I like Gus he's Johnson. He's loud. He's fun. But I, I, Somebody who's entertaining we've talked about. You know, Give me something entertaining. And I think the NFL also has to be, and maybe you've brought this point up before, is they need to be able to have that option a couple of weeks out to change a game to a Thursday. Although it's kind of tough because then if it's the tough part connected to that, yeah. of course, is then it's an off week and some yeah. injuries. Or maybe they need to go and add an extra week to the NFL season so whoever's playing there. But Well, maybe have like a three-week, you know, give them a couple weeks in there if you know there's going to be a good game coming up and it really looks like you had a bad game schedule. There, there's ways to flex that schedule on Thursday. Just teams don't want to do it because of hotels and all the other stuff. But you know what? You want a good product on the on the, on, on TV and on the field. So we'll see what happens. And I, there's also that really weird rule that the NFL uh, expects has that every team must play one game in prime time. Yeah, that's terrible. That's so, like having every team has to have a player on, Amer- on on baseball's all-star team. Yeah. If you're that if you know, if you you're stink, bad, bad. you may not have anybody worthy of Just it. Just like I, the Bears in the Pro Bowl this year. I mean, not that I watch it, but the Bears had nobody in the Pro Bowl for the first time in I think 19 years. They didn't have a single person. Nope. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um so this but the thing is about Thursday night football, even though it's going down in ratings, it still is better ratings than almost any other T V show out there. That's how much we love yeah, our when sports. Yeah, when you're thinking about eyeballs, there's still more eyeballs on that than there are anything else. And you look at the top twenty five shows, if you rank them individually, it's always gonna be you know, NFL football until yeah, and things change. Yeah, you know, like a Bill Colts games this year would have been horrible, but yeah. it would be to pick any T V show out there because there's not really yeah, a I mean, lot of great network TV out there. There you go. Uh, speaking of network TV, uh, the CBS is happy. Uh, uh, PGA ratings up 20 to 30% last week for the first week of the season, all because of one guy. Would you like to know who that is? Uh, Bubba Watson, <laughs> Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth. Think more cats. Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. So, he made the cut. He made the cut, got to Sunday, and the ratings went up. So, you know. You, did you did you follow any of it this week? I followed it just for the. I wanted to know more about the ratings and see how oh, good okay. it would be. I, and I did, you know, the Sports Center stuff, I'd follow the stuff. And I, I mean, I used to be really not a fan of Tiger, but now that he's kind of went through the bad stuff, I kind of want him <laughs> to get better. You know, you really do. You follow him again. You know, no, you're right. I, I actually almost feel sorry for him in a little way, you know, not being able to be healthy, losing, you know, the, his wife get divorced, all the stuff, cheating, and all that thing going on. Now you kind of want him to at least come back and be competitive, and it's good for it's good for uh, you know it's good it's for good story, yeah, it's a good story. And, and isn't it always when someone's at the top, we want to knock them down, and when they come back, uh, like for example, if if somehow. Tom Brady goes through all these problems and breaks his legs and everything, comes back in a couple of years. I know you'd be the first one behind him. I'd be right there. For him. Pushing him up. No. <laughs> no, I'm really excited about Tiger Woods coming back. If nothing else, it's going to shed a light on this is the most exciting young group of PGA players they've had in decades. Yeah. There are so many great young players. And I don't know if he can compete at the top five or six level, but yeah, it's nice to have him there, and then it makes you kind of you know watch the other guys. So, right. um, And I know, and obviously, you, know, you want golf to do good, and, uh, and CBS does with everything coming up. And they so, do a great job covering it, too. And they really start pre-promoting the uh, Masters, don't they? They're already talking oh, Masters. That, that's, that's a bucket list for me. I would oh, yeah. so badly like to go to – at least one round. I tried getting. Uh, you can you can apply for this through some lottery. Yeah. I even had friends of mine down there doing it, and I did. I didn't get. It. I didn't get a you sniff. Get I would have gone down there even if I would have gotten a practice round <laughs> just just to walk just on to that it, yeah. that history, historic course. 
The other, I don't know if it's a big story, but I think it was a, a, a weird story that the Cleveland Indians finally got rid of Chief Wahoo, which you've been talking about yes. for, for months. But if you've watched any of the late night shows, it, it's they're getting rid of Chief Wahoo, but they're waiting to 2019. Because uh, yeah, they've got nobody in the Indians front office that can rip the patch off the sleeve, I guess, for 2018. So they're going to use him for 2018 and then admit that it's wrong and then take it away in 2019. What? Yeah, it's not going away till 2019. No, I knew, I knew that, but what's this patch? Well, I mean, they don't want to. I guess they got nobody they can rip the patch off the uniform. They could just make new uniforms. I know someone's lying here. I just don't get it. I mean, why? If you're if you're because you're basically <laughs> that's got to be a practical joke. You're somewhere. admitting your guilt, right? That, that this is a, it's a bad logo, but we can't take it off until 2019. I, I would think they wouldn't do it because they don't want to write. If they're going to put a new logo. They want to make sure it's a logo that's been vetted and they like and it's everything and they want to get get all the product out there and sell it. It's probably too late in the in the game this year to to get that stuff out. So, but I, you I, can I, still I, take the patch <laughs> off the uniform, Joe. You need something on the uniform. Uh, you, it's just a patch on a sleeve. They could they could just say Cleveland Indians on the front. It'll be fine. No, that, it wouldn't be real. It wouldn't all be right. real. Wouldn't be real. No, so, I know. I know what you're saying. It's, Chief Wahoo is uh, well. Like, the his Indians last, are, his last ride will be 2018. I think almost. I think most teams should consider having a new logo on there because then think about all the product. Remember when EIU changed our logo yeah. and people hated it, and but it, became, it was the number yeah, one. Yeah, you sim- got the old one on today. Look at that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's because <laughs> it was half price when I bought it. Uh, but uh, I, I do. <laughs> I do like the new one. I, I like it, it a lot. I think it's a lot better. I know people say it the looks first an awful day lot I didn't like know. Penn State's, but, but, but you, not, not really. It's good. You, the first day what? Uh, the first day I didn't know if I liked it, but then after you saw it on the big signs around town, it really does pop. Looks, so I love the new EIU It looks logo. more professional. It does, exactly. So there you go. Um, Alex Smith traded during Super Bowl week. Now, it's not official, but he's going to the Redskins, speaking of another name that should go away. Which means Kirk Cousins is going elsewhere. Yeah, but I, I am shocked that the NFL let this news get out because they usually don't let like this stuff get out during Super Bowl week. <laughs> There's nothing they, else going on. But they were it weren't you, though? I mean, that was the st- when it came out, I'm like, no way. That can't be announced yet. It had to be right. leaked because they, don't, they just don't let that happen. Well, I think one of the players um, who was traded? Their defensive the back. T- yeah. yeah, he. I think he said He's something wanted. about it, and that that's how it slipped. I think I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. The NFL does not like it. <laughs> well, but I see that the World Series they don't like it either. Yeah, but it, oh my God, how many how many announcements were going on for for managers during last year's World Series? I don't think I don't think it gets in the way of it. Do you? I don't. I just I was more just I just was waiting for Goodell to issue some statement that said we wish this wouldn't have got out. This were our focus is on Minneapolis. You know, in his monotone speech that he gives every day. Hear what my, hear what Goodell said today. Today, no. This is this is all you need to know. Goodell said he's happy with officiating in the 2017 NFL season. I mean, how can you look into a cameraman and a journalist's eye and say that you're happy with it? Well, if you say a lie and you repeat a lie, it becomes he, a, it's he, a truth. It becomes the people start believing it. We uh, just look at our state of our politics right now. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. The other day, I saw that there's now a new Monopoly Cheaters Edition. Did you see that? I did not know. They're selling a Cheaters Edition. So lie, lie, get the lie true, cheer, and then you get so you win by cheating more most effectively. Wow. What what kind of values? I mean, sports is we're talking about sports supposed to teach you about hard work, following the rules. Don't get caught cheating. And oh wait, let's promote the Patriots as much as we can, even though they've been caught twice. (laughs) But I mean, it's supposed to be about you know an earnest fight, you know, an earnest battle, an earnest competition and 
Roger Goodell, he he knows better. Just if say, he doesn't, he he, well, he, he should have said he was happy do. with it. He should have said that hey, there was some bumps in the road. We're working on fixing it. But don't say you're happy with it, Roger Goodell. That just makes you look even worse than you can look, and you already look as bad as any commissioner in sports ever has. So he absolutely is. Oh. Uh, I. And I hate you know to be sensationalist, but he he is one of the worst. I mean, aside from maybe Bettman when he was trying to get himself into the Hall of Fame yeah. for hockey or something like yeah. that. But but he, he he doesn't come across at all. No, he has no personality at all. Uh, other baseball, one other baseball I want to talk about. I, I'm really glad that all Major League Baseball parks are going to extend the netting. There was a big controversy whether some of the teams would do it, but I guess now they all are going to extend the netting for fan safety, uh, which is the right thing to do. And I know you have to look through a net and whatever you're paying five hundred dollars for a ticket down low but you don't want to be also the person who's you know per, gets hurt killed or something worse you know out, you know that so i'm glad Major League i would rather it. if i were in that seat have some netting in case i'm looking around looking at my program keeping school those balls go flying so fast yeah um about six years ago my wife at charleston high school you know where the soccer fields and yeah. the softball fields my wife was on the uh on the east side watching a game some girl hits a line drive comes flying over hits my wife in the head wow you know, and, and it was the second time in about a year. I mean, that's besides the fact the health problem, the lawsuits and everything. Yep. I can't believe baseball's waited this long. Yeah. Well, at least they got it done, so 2018 will be a little safer if you got really good seats. I never have those really good seats, so I don't have to worry about it, Joe. No, I'm always <laughs> in those good seats. Yeah, well, you're, you're the man. Now, I did see a, a former Yankee uh, passed away uh, this week, Oscar, Oscar Gamble. Gamble. Will you, I mean, because you're about two years different from my age, you know, growing up, Getting the baseball cards, I'll always remember that Oscar Gamble one with the big giant yeah. afro and and made the helmet look really tiny yep. on top. Uh, but as a Yankee fan, I just loved the way he played. He, he, he was a good player. He was a he was sort of out there. If you read yeah. any books about the Yankees at that time, he was sort of not bad bizarre, just sort of out there bizarre. Yeah, but, you know, he was just he one was of very much liked, opinionated, fun going, and had a good career. Eighteen years in the major league. So oh, you, a you tremendous know, ball player. And yeah, you know, kind of shocking. I mean, he was sixty eight, but still, you you don't think as we get older and all these athletes are starting to pass away, it it, it really does uh, kind of become a little bit scary as we get older. But, uh, you know, know just one of those guys I still see him playing, and, all, and now he's passed away at 68. So. Yeah, it was, it was sad. Uh, what's on your list today, Mr. Joe? Well, the big thing is um, ethics in, in media in the sense that what the heck were they doing at WEEI in Boston calling uh, Tom Brady's daughter a pissant? Yeah, I don't— that, you know, yeah. you, you've been in this in the radio business your entire life. But whether it's radio, print, whatever, this is a source you, you don't want to, you know, piss off. Yeah. And secondarily, it's just wrong. You don't go after someone's kid. What was going on there? I did not. And he hung up on them and left the show. And of, of course, yeah, who, he who did. The, yeah, I, I, you, I, Brady did the right thing. I don't understand why you you don't pick on a, on somebody's children, mostly when it's a five year old. You know, maybe if it's an eighteen or nineteen year old, you can make fun of a kid in, in, in a funny way, but not to call a five year old a name and when there's no reason for it. Uh, that was just dumb. I don't know if he was trying to be a shock jock and get noticed, but. You don't get noticed that way, and you're sure as heck not going to get promoted or get a better job. You're already on the air in Boston, so you ought to be happy with that. And yes. You're sure as heck not going to get anything better than that uh, from the kid at WBA. And you're doing a show regularly with um, – well, Tom? I don't know if it, was, it, was, it wasn't on that show. Somebody else had yeah. said it. But you're on the radio there with – Yeah. Ignorant. I just – 
you know, all these hot takes, you know, it's, it's. And Brady did come out and said he hopes the guy doesn't get fired, but I think Brady, he did. Yeah, which I thought was kind of commendable for Brady. Um, I think Brady just because he wanted the story to go away. If he doesn't say that, then everybody's going to say, why are they not firing him now? And so Brady was smart enough to just kind well, of put this thing. suspended probably. Yeah. He would have been fine with that. I but... think he got suspended if I recall. Because people up there just, I mean, and on top of that, imagine that you're in Boston in the middle of Patriot, you know, Central, and uh, you're yeah. saying something about their God, TB, yeah. TB12 or whatever they refer to him as up there. Just unbelievable. Yeah, makes no sense at all. Really, really weird. We do have an Eastern d- connection d- in the Super Bowl. We do. Yeah, I use uh, we do. And Kamu Grugier Hill. We'll Say that ki- again. Kamu Grugier Hill. Spell that. I don't know how to spell it. I know it's Hill. is H-I-L-L. <laughs> Good. Kamu's <laughs> probably K-E-M-A-U. Yeah. Grugier, I don't know. There's a lot of E's and R's in there. Uh, but it's kind of neat that, you know, I, I, they did a little bit of research. You know, Garoppolo played in 2-1-2. Two, two. Ted Peterson played in 2-1-2. Two two. That's right. No uh, Eastern Illinois player has lost a Super Bowl. Now, th- you know. Okay, Sean Payton, I'm picking Eagles. Sean Payton won as a coach. Shanahan won as a coach twice. Uh, yeah. So uh, and so here we go. That, that would so we're three and zero as coaches, four and zero as players. So man, you can't stop that that uh, steamroller called EIU. There you go. And I, and, and I, I hope Kamu does something really good and he gets mentioned in the Super Bowl. That would really really be cool if he makes a key special teams tackle that causes a fumble. And he's a special and teams scores. demon. And so, picks it up and runs. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would so, be the best. There you go. So that's uh, – I just hope he does well. And, is, and maybe Tony Romo couldn't announce it. <laughs> I don't think Romo's doing the game. No, but maybe he can jump in. He would be excited. His voice would be cracking <laughs> yeah. like it normally does. Uh-huh. I love Tony Romo. There you go. Other stuff on your list, Mr. Joe. I'm out yeah. on my list. You just uh, got through here most of everything I have here. But a couple of things, I guess, that uh, the situation in Michigan State continues to get – uh, coverage, which yep. I'm glad to see. It, uh, a lot of people are, are starting to fall even more, and it, it's just ama- it's just amazing to me that parents allow their kids to just go with strangers at such an early age. Far away, far away. Hey. I mean, uh, how many kids thought about, oh, I want to be a gymnast? That had to come from the parents, yeah, and pushing them hard to do that because that's an everyday thing. You don't take a day off when you're in gymnast when you're. A gymnast. No, I mean, I thought it was busy with my daughters playing. You know travel softball you know soccer, the, just in the like, summer yeah. or some soccer and 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 they enjoyed it and we eventually told them don't do so much you know yeah. selective mostly we didn't want to drive all over the place too i mean but yeah. so the michigan state athletic director has now resigned uh people are asking for other people to resign they're asking for an investigation they've elected or they've appointed a new president which has really made some people mad because they think he was already a michigan state insider and is he really going to be fair right. so it's really an ugly mess there then they're at then the the karai training center which is already closed down the u.s olympic team is wants to investigate that well that's already closed down i don't know what they're going to investigate now but to get some stories out, get some of, more guess. Stories out of that but it's up to yeah so what a nightmare what a nightmare but this this happens all across the country you know here and there i'm not saying it's pervasive it happens everywhere all at once but there are people who prey upon young kids, and sometimes sports is a way to get them Over in. Over 250 it? alleged victims of this Nasser guy. I mean, God. that's a lot for people. If somebody somebody had to know a little bit more than they're letting on. I mean, that just I mean, you, you had to somebody had to see something. Mark so. Emmert, the president of NCAA, has said that. Oh yeah, he's heard stories about that. Then why wasn't he investigating? Yeah. And how is that guy still got a job? At least suspend him or something. Somebody. So yeah, I think there's going to be more. I, I think Izzo will resign. Actually, I think they'll let him resign. I think he's had enough up there. 
So uh, and I don't know. If, and the football coach, he's kind of said he was that he didn't think any of his players were involved. I don't know if D'Antoni is it D'Antoni O right? Yeah, D'Antoni some, yeah, If he'll survive this or not, but we'll see. It's inter- interesting times. Magic Johnson has come out. He's he a wants state yeah. alum. He's yeah. he's very critical about something like he this. He went to Michigan State. I'm not sure he's an alum. Do you do you, do you have to graduate to be an alum? I I consider someone an alum if they've attended okay, the right. school for. But I don't know if. The dictionary definition okay. is is Always significant that. for that. That comes up a lot, as we see. <laughs> so, but, but I mean, he was there for two years. Yeah. So I mean, he has, he has clo- yeah. he, he's definitely associated, like you said, and close connections to it. But you know, we had that softball coach here this past this past year. Uh, there were there were sexual allegations. I'm trying to think if the person got convicted or not yet, or over something like that. But yeah. um, this this is a story that I hope every small and medium sized paper, radio station, and TV, you know, for for news starts looking at these youth sports and trying to find out what's going on. You're right. Exactly. Other stuff, Joe. I, I, my list was short today. We went right through it fast. You went right through and you do, and you would everything make, I had. And there. you wouldn't make a Super Bowl prediction other than whoever uh, scores the most well, points wins. Uh, I guess the last thing I had on my list was LeBron James thinking about leaving and pop, possibly opting out. And there's rumors going to be in Golden State, and the rumors that he would go to. Um, uh, Golden State, but they'd have to do a sign-in trade to make it work, and they'd have to leave Clay Thompson and Andre Iguodala to go to the Cavs. I'm going, I'd rather have those two guys than LeBron James. LeBron and- James brings drama everywhere he goes, and it, 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 it doesn't always work. You know, so I, yeah, I, I'm, I, but, and he's at the end of the best part of his career, where Clay Thompson still has the best part of his career coming up, and a great defender too. Yeah. And Iguodala is such lights out and, yeah. and, and injects a lot of energy. But it just goes to show, though, these stories that are coming out. Everybody wants to read stories about the personalities, the cult of personality, whether it's the president or if it's uh, Tiger Woods or you name it. You know, people just love their personalities, and that's why we're writing about and talking about LeBron James, Brady. You yeah, know, pick any popular athlete that's out there. You're right, exactly right. And in the NBA right now, has been a lot of major injuries as trade deadlines coming up. There's a horrific injury last night from oh. Isaiah Canaan. Did you see that? My, my, you know, don't watch my, the video. My, my close friend from down in Fort Lauderdale uh, called me at 11 o'clock at night last night or 10 our time, telling me, "Did you see that play?" Oh. And I had it go on there, and he goes, "They're not replaying it." That's how bad it was. I saw a photo of it. I haven't seen the video. I, Have you? I accidentally, I, I couldn't. I, my morbid sense came out, and I watched it. and I immediately turned it off. On the, so, with the picture looks like it's completely. Yeah, you don't want to I just. Yeah. yeah. those are one of those things. It was horrible. You, you absolutely. You don't want to have. Yeah, that's uh, that's too bad. I was just trying to. I was just trying to check real here uh, on on the internet that the Walking Dead don't they start later this month? It's always the week February? after the Super Bowl, so I think it'll be Sunday the 11th or the 18th. I'm not sure which one. So yeah, we'll, we'll be able to bring Walking Dead oh, back. Oh, February 4th. February 4th on Super Bowl Sunday. February 4th? No. Nah, I can't is, be. They're not. Oh, forget it. This is season three, episode one. Well, it's season three, episode <laughs> one. Here's what happened. <laughs> Uh, but it's usually like a, it's sometime in mid mid February. Yeah, it's coming and, up. And remember, Carl is dying. Yes. So I, I look forward to talking about yeah, the a, Walking Dead as see well. See where they go with it. This is an important year for Walking Dead because they've they've lost some fan base, lost some credibility, and with Carl leaving, and even some of the actors have kind of spoken up. They didn't think it was the right way to go. So it'll be a, a kind of an interesting season and probably one of those pivotal seasons for uh, the Walking Dead as we do that. You know what's interesting? I, have you ever watched the show The Wire that was on HBO? I've watched it, but I couldn't tell you. I'm not religious about it. Where I've I could I know intimate okay. details. Well, I I, I was. I went to a session once years ago where David Simon, who, who, who wrote it and created it, uh, talked about it. he was a Baltimore Sun beat writer, co- covered cops. Um, and I'm right now in the midst of it on, on season five. Yeah. But 
what's really interesting is there's two key characters that were in the in the Walking Dead that were in the Wire. Oh, really? Which ones? The um, uh, the pastor. Okay. More. Uh, yeah. Well, what, I, you know, I'm terrible with things. Rick, not Rick. Oh. The, the, so the the pastor, the yeah. bald African American yeah. guy, he's a major character in there. A major. He's an undercover. He's not undercover, but he's he's a detective. Okay. He's in there, and then um, the other character who the, the really big guy. Who helped save everybody? And as you're usually, he was around in seasons three and the four. The redheaded guy? No, African American uh. guy. Uh, really, really. Oh yeah. Oh, um, he had the funny. Everybody name. loved him, yeah. and um, of course, I can't remember his name. Uh, but he is—he's a significant player in The Walking Dead. And I always find it interesting. That there has to be some connection because. Oh uh, yeah. Did you ever watch... Um, it's kind of like if you watch any of the Chicago PD or Chicago Meds, mm-hmm. they're produced by a lot of the people that put on the old NYPD Blue, and a lot of the character, the minor there bit actors, do the same thing in Chicago PD. Yeah, so. and, and Justify did that, too. There were at least yeah. three or four characters from um, Band of Brothers that were in that show. There you go. So Cool. All right, Joe. We've done another show. We've got 66 in the books. That's right. We'll be back next week with our post-Super Bowl uh, talk and then head into The Walking Dead. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe, and I predict... <laughs> <laughs> you chicken. <laughs> See you, dude. Everybody. <laughs>